Hey, are you a high achiever who struggles with perfectionism? Do you get stuck in the cycle of overthinking? Do you do everything for everyone else because you think otherwise it won't get done? Do you feel like you should come with a disclaimer? Hi, I'm anxious. (laughs) Hey, I'm Katie. Full disclosure, I'm not a therapist, doctor, or mental health professional. I'm just a career mama who also struggles with anxiety. For me, anxiety reared its head at the most inconvenient times, when I wanted to be present with my family, at those high-pressure business meetings, when I was laying in bed awake at night worrying instead of sleeping. I just wanted to relax and be able to have fun, and I know that you do too. What if you found tools to manage your anxiety? What if you knew how to enjoy life even though you are anxious? Look, it's time to put down that third cup of coffee and swap it for some lemon water. We're going to get control over anxiety so it can stop controlling you. Let's go, girl. Hello, my friends. How are you today? I hope that you are well. I'm so glad that you're listening. Thanks for joining me. Before we start today, I'd like to read a review left by my listener, Broadway Lover 4, who said, Thank you so much, Katie, for creating this podcast. I've been listening to an episode every morning on a topic I've been struggling with, and it helps me so much to know that I am not the only one who feels like I'm not doing enough while also being so anxious and stressed out. Even though I am still in high school, this podcast has been amazing to listen to to keep me out of my head. Broadway Lover 4, thank you so much for taking your precious time to write this review. I am so glad that the podcast is helping you, and I'm so grateful for you being here. Friends, feedback like this is so important to me. I'm here because of you, and I want to create episodes that are helpful to you. So if you would be willing to go to Apple Podcasts and scroll down and leave me a rating and review, it helps me to create episodes that I know you're interested in listening to. Okay, friend, on to the topic for today. A lot of what I share has to do with mindset and things that you can do. But lately, I've been thinking a lot about the things we don't do and how important it can be to focus on what you aren't doing in order to help yourself feel your best, achieve your goals, and live the life that you want to be living. How often do you find yourself scouring the internet for tips, tricks, hacks, strategies, etc. for how to do things? How to block your calendar to make the most of your time? How to prep meal to save time and eat healthy? How to deep clean your refrigerator? Now, for the most part, I think it's helpful to think of what we do or how we think in terms of the positive, focusing positively on what I do want versus what I don't want, or focusing on what you can control versus what you can't. But there's a lot of value in thinking about what you don't do. So let's talk through an example. Most of us use our phones as tools for communication, productivity, you name it, but the trap with these incredible tools is that you can also use them to scroll social media, avoid what you plan to do, buffering instead of facing your real feelings, needs, etc. What if instead of trying to use every strategy and hack to pack more and more into our days, we consider very critically what we want to eliminate from or not have in our days? So let's go back to the example of our phones. What if we find that after we've checked the weather and our calendar for the morning, we put the phone down and instead we move on to checking social media instead of doing something else that we feel like we'd rather be doing instead? Or what if instead of skipping lunch to get more work done, we took a lunch break instead? Or what if instead of buying more personal care items at the store that we add to the clutter and overwhelm in our bathroom drawers, we simply use what we already have? I think by removing things that we don't want to do, 
as badly as the things that we could do instead, as badly as we want those things, we free up time and space to focus on the things that are really most important to us. A full audit of your time spent over the course of one week could be a really powerful way to see what you're spending your time on and which of those things aren't moving the needle for you on what you want in your life. If you have the will to really face how you're spending your time, I suggest doing this. It doesn't have to be overcomplicated. Use your Google Calendar to record what you're doing with your time after the fact, or use a spreadsheet to jot down in 15-minute increments what you've done, or use a simple piece of pen paper um, and a pen. Again, don't overcomplicate this part. Simply use what you're already using and track your time spent. I talk about tracking your time more in episode 31 if you want to go back and listen to that episode. After you've tracked your time, then I suggest you brainstorm 10 things that you can simply stop doing that you found yourself doing. Now, listen here, high achiever. I know you and I know that perfectionism and overwhelm or both may cause you to tune out at this point as if you're actually going to do a full audit of your time. Am I right? If this sounds like you, then just skip the audit, okay? This is your permission to not do that part of the exercise and start with the brainstorm. After you brainstorm, I want you to have a list of 10 things that you can not do. They can be anything, big or small. Don't spend time creating an unrealistic schedule you know you won't follow. Don't meal plan the time-consuming healthy meals you know you won't actually want to prepare. Don't allow someone at work to monopolize your time when you have things you want to be doing instead. Don't tell yourself you need to follow a workout program according to the suggested schedule of five workouts a week when you know that three is enough for you. Don't put off sending a thank you to someone because you're trying to come up with the perfect words to say to them to convey your gratitude. I personally have felt the power of focusing on what I'm not going to do instead of what I feel like I need or should do, and I think that you might too. Now, before you go today, friend, I want you to know that right now I'm offering to help create a custom bedtime routine just for you. If this is something you're interested in, you can book a calm bedtime call with me. The link to book a call is in the show notes. I'd love to meet you and help you create your own calm bedtime routine. Thanks for being here today with me, sweet friend. I look forward to talking with you next week. Hey friend, thanks for being here. Did today's episode help you feel more in control of your anxiety? Did it inspire you to rest or relax? Or maybe it challenged you to really look at why anxiety is a part of your life. If so, I'd love to hear from you. If you would take 30 seconds, pause this episode, scroll down in Apple Podcasts, and leave me a review, I would be so grateful. See you next week. Disclaimer, I am not a medical professional, and this podcast is not providing therapy or medical treatment. Contents of the podcast are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult your healthcare provider with your health questions and concerns.